Drink of Ages Radio Show is brought to you by Wild West Brewfest, happening November 3rd through 5th at Typhoon Texas Water Park in Katy. Three days of badass events and lots of great beers to try. Voted the number one beer fest in North America for multiple years in a row, Wild West Brewfest is a great time. Live music, games, food, and a whole lot of beers from the best breweries. Actually, over 500 beers from over 60 breweries. Get tickets now at wildwestbrewfest.com. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. Welcome to this week's Drink of Ages radio show. Uh, so uh, John is not here this week, um, which is uh, a story that I'll, that I'll get to, into in a second. Uh, today we are at Galveston Island Brewery. We're on the island. Uh, we're talking with Jason. Jason Stromberg. Yeah. Yes, sir. Head brewer here. It's, pr- it's pretty good because I'm really bad with names and faces. So. I'm really bad with names, too. So yeah. it works out. I do know that I am with Tom and Kevin. Yes. And that I won't forget. I won't. Uh, so we're here at Galveston Island. Uh, John is not here. He's actually with um, John Friday night at Balanson's Brewing in Pearland, um, which isn't too far from here, um, uh, relatively speaking. And we were there at 11 p.m., and everyone was getting there. I had an incredible buzz on, or more. And uh, someone was talking to John about, hey, uh, I'm going to Panama tomorrow. Panama is a fantastic place. And John's like, oh, I, sh- I wish we could go. And this other person's like, why don't you? And uh, so he booked a flight at 11.30 p.m. And then uh, at 8 a.m. he was at an airport leaving the country. And that's why uh, John Denman is not here on the show today. <laughs> And uh, but mm-hmm. he's like, I got nothing to do. Followed by, oh wait, it's a radio show. And it's like, but you know, this happens every every about six weeks or so. John just randomly goes to some part of the world. Uh, but you know, it's uh, it is what it is. So, but you got me. Uh, and we are at Galveston Island, and this night is pretty cool because we are actually the reason that we're, we're kind of here is because you guys are actually having a guild meeting tonight. Yeah. Yep, hosting the guild meeting. Yeah, Texas Craft Brewers Guild on the mm-hmm. island. Mm-hmm. I have uh, my, my own tap room team. They just sent me pictures of uh, being on a party bus that just like left St. Arnold. Yes, oh, we yeah. did get a bus, yeah. Yeah, this is, it's smart. I mean, you really should just like. Well, you know, we're a little out of the way, so it makes it more convenient for people. You know, don't have to drive. Yeah, for no sure. Ubers. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I th- that's, a, that's a big Uber. I, I think everyone's going to be sleeping on the way back. Um, but, uh, yeah, and we're in this. So I haven't been here since uh, probably the pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. right right before. So this is, uh, I've, we've talked to you guys, but it's like, so we're in a completely new building. Yeah, that's about when we started. The, the new building was like just right around the pandemic time. Um, which, you know, we were like, oh, wow, is this something that we should jump into? But we went ahead and jumped in, jumped into it, and it ended up working out, you know. Uh, building turned out really good. Um, obviously, it, it took a little longer than we wanted it to, but it's just kind of the way things go. 
but now that we're in it, like I'm, I'm loving it. The space, uh, especially having a climate controlled building. That's kind of a big thing down oh, here in Galveston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other building is not climate controlled, which is kind of tough. And of course, unfortunately too, that that's where the brew house is. Oh, uh, so, so yeah. So what all does this new building entail? Like right now we're in a second story conference room. Conference room, Which, yeah. which is just a nice perk. You've, well, I, I said it when we walked in. I think you've arrived in the craft beer. When if you got, you got yourself a conference <laughs> room, like you don't really see them. Usually it's like yep. it, all these, it's like it's the multi-use spaces. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, so, so what all entails this new building? Like what's all it doing? Well, really the big reason for the new building was like our bottleneck was that we couldn't brew and we could not can on the same day because the, the canning line was, was stuck, was all set up on one side of the brewery where the other side of the brewery is where we would do all the brewing and we wouldn't be able to do that because there'd be hoses, you know, we'd be, we'd be constructing pallets, stuff like that. And to be able to expand into Houston and, and, and be able to take on Silver Eagle, we needed to be able to up production. Um, so now what we have on this side of the brewery is our, our tank farm, um, which we added a couple brights and a 120 uh, to be able to make all that happen. And now we actually have a stationary place for our canning line. Because um, when it was in the other side of the brewery, we would a- absolutely have to take it down at the end of the day if we were not using it the next day so we could brew the next day and you know there's like five six pieces to a brew you know or to a canning setup so it uh it was tedious at times but it's nice now to have actual fixed fixed station for it space is a killer issue uh that's for sure we have to deal with that uh uh over in our place we are we are uh an open air facility though which brings its own we're in like a hundred year old building yeah uh and it's open air uh so when you walk into like a brew house with AC, it's like, oh man, you, you guys are living the lush life. It's it is nice. It is. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but we are literally cleaning this building um, on the 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 other side, the warmer side. Yeah. Um, uh, we're literally cleaning it every two weeks from top to bottom because we just cannot, even with uh, mold inhibitors, it's it's tough to control the mold down here, um, and we have to just literally clean everything to make sure that everything is good. Two weeks, every two weeks. Yeah, we uh, our, our our brew team washes down like and cleans everything twice a week. We yeah. kind of have to, right? But uh, but also we have other problems. We have like you know every once in a while like possum will be like like running through. Like sure, I had a possum <laughs> in here before <laughs> for sure. You're just like, is that an animal living in the? <laughs> but it's it's a weird life over at Nola. We have a we had a cat recently. Hmm. Uh, uh, we had like. We had some cats that were born at the brewery, mm-hmm. uh, and then um, and then they, for the last like two years, look like they've been great because they've actually you know because they're kind of like rodent control. Well, we have a brewery cat for that exact same reason. I think a lot of us do. Yeah, and like they're like, hey, as long as they aren't pissing on stuff, they're good to go. Yeah. Uh, and but then one of them uh, didn't get knocked up. Uh-oh. The, uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't know what's going on. There's a distillery right next door to us, so mm. I blame them. Uh, but then I had a bunch of kittens, and now so uh, the other owner, myself, our sales guy. Now we all have cats that oh. we took home. Uh, so I have Colonel Kolsch. That's my suspense of a cat. Uh, but now the the mom, her reward for us taking all her children um, is now she lives in the office, hmm. and so she's in she's living the AC life, and uh, 
then now she refuses to leave and go back on the yard. Because I, I understand that because our cat always goes into our office too, which is AC controlled, uh, likes to sit on Mark's chair, and Mark doesn't like that so much, and uh, then he <laughs> kicks her out. So she gets it every once in a while. <laughs> the, the, the inner brewery cat politics. <laughs> the... But yeah, so um, so you do have. I saw you had tables downstairs, though. Is that just for the guild, or are those tables around full time? Or no? Nope. So uh, we are hosting events through the week. I mean, as far as like we do bingo, we'll do a trivia night, and if if something pops up where somebody wants to be able to rent it out, they can. Um, so through the week, that's kind of what we do with the, the 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 setup there. But Fridays we open that up for, and then through the weekend for uh, at the the public. Yeah. We, 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 you know, rope everything off so they can't get to, you know, all the equipment and stuff. But, uh, yeah, we have that for, for the, uh, the patrons. Yeah, it's cool, man. The space is, like, uh, it's awesome. It's def- you definitely t- you know that you're walking into the, the new part of the building. It's like, it's like the doors are coming. It's like, oh, what is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. And our, and our big-ass fan up there, if you didn't see that when you walked in, that's literally what it's called. <laughs> So it's going to be an exciting night because, you know, you get to finally show the digs off to a lot of people in the industry. Yes. It's, I, um, um, I'm a bit, huge fan of guild meetings because it's like when the only time that you get all industry in one place. Because um, usually it's just whenever you're, whenever you can get out of your brew house, which uh, unless you're like myself or John that does like a radio show once a week. Yeah. People hardly ever leave. Right, <laughs> and it's a little bit tougher for us down here, you know, because we we are we're out of the way, yeah. You know, as far as where you guys are located. Well, we're out of the way too. We're on the other way. Yeah, you're the other <laughs> way. See, that, once again, there, there. I'm going to show you how much I know Texas. Not from Texas. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, okay. uh, we're like on your way to Austin. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm. I know I've been to your guys' place. I know I have. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're uh, I-, I ten in uh, ninety nine West. <laughs> okay. the, so forgive me, is Southern Star kind of out the same way? Southern Star is okay. not. Oh, Southern Star oh, is. See, there see. you go. I just don't know Texas. It's, it's too big. So, Southern Star is Conroe. Yeah, um, that is that. That's definitely def- the other. That's com- the exact opposite from where we are. <laughs> to, to, for for we where we are from downtown. Yeah, that's where Southern Star is. Okay. <laughs> Forgive me. I'll learn one of these days. <laughs> the, yeah. No Label is, is, is closer uh, uh, than you guys and those guys uh, to downtown. But splitting hairs at that point. Yeah. I mean, you're, the drive, you're already like 40 minutes in by the time you... I have made the drive from downtown to No Label in about 30 minutes. But that was... Some laws were broken that day. <laughs> 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 the... But uh, but yeah, man, uh, this is exciting, and of course we're drinking. Kevin's almost fully done with his beer. That's wonderful. It's fabulous. Awesome. So you made a beer directly for tonight, right? Yeah. Uh huh. So 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 t- tell us about this beer. Ah, uh, we were you know we're just going with a traditional West Coast IPA is what I basically was going with. So that's really what the grain bill is, and just at the last minute, only because I wanted to save hops for other stuff. I decided that I was uh, going to uh, switch up from the West Coast, and I decided to keep some Centennial in there, but I threw an Eldorado and Mosaic, and uh, the the Mosaic or Cryo. So. And we're drinking. We are drinking a hopped honey ale uh, that we made. We actually, so we had um, one of our bartenders who was working for a beekeeping place, 
And she had come to me and she was like, I want to infuse some honey with, uh, with hops. You know, like, how would that work? I'm like, I don't know, but I'll give you hops. You can try it. So I ended up giving her some citra cryo hops. Um, just thinking that that would probably give her more of the flavor. In all actuality, it really made it bitter. Really <laughs> bitter. Yeah. And so they really couldn't do anything with it. And so we bought it off of her. And I was like, well, we'll eventually use it in something. And I just decided that, uh, you know, I, I would brew this beer for a GABF. And um, I didn't put any hops through the boil because I really, in, in all honesty, wasn't sure what kind of you know, hop bitterness I would get from throwing that honey in there. Cause I always throw my honey in the, at, at Whirlpool. Um, and so that's what I did really don't know what the IBUs are. Um, and then later on we hopped it, uh, with, uh, Sequoia and Meridian, two hops I'd never used before that we were just like, let's just, let's see what's going on with those. We'll throw those in there. Um, I, I, I'm going to show my ignorance right now because I honestly can't tell you what the profile of those two hops are. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should be able to tell you. I don't um, know those ones. Um, but I don't. Uh, but I, I, and this is in all honesty, the first pint that I'm having, um, I'm not, I'm not finding it to be too bad. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm powering through this one, uh, uh, pretty quickly. I had a very long night last night. Uh, uh, which make great mornings um, for manager meetings. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but uh, this beer, this beer is finally putting me back in the game. I can feel it. Straightening you out now, Tom. Although Kevin, Kevin now is done. The uh, Kevin, what's our time? Is it time to go on break? Not yet. Not yet. Mm-mm. All right. Well, <laughs> good. I give me a few more minutes uh, to power on through this beer. There you go. There you go. So, what's your background like? Like, where are you from? So I originally am from Minnesota. Um, I, as far as my background in brewing goes, uh, I ended up picking up a, well, really, I was helping my brother move one day and he had all this brew equipment and I had no idea what it was. My, my younger brother at that. And uh, so he told me what all the stuff was, and I was fortunate enough for him to bring it all over one day, and he showed me uh, how it all worked. And, you know, as I'm sure you guys have heard, the, the, the been bit by the brew bug. Yeah. Um, and so I started homebrewing. Um, at the time, I was working for, uh, uh, I was dispatching, I was a dispatch manager for a catering company. But I really kind of needed another job, and uh, being from Minnesota, Midwest Supplies, if you guys, I'm sure, have heard of Midwest Supplies. They're an online, you know, homebrew winemaking supply company. All right. Um, which they're, like, at the time, that that one and Northern Brewer were the two largest in, in North America there, which ended up merging, and then InBev bought them out, but whatever. Um, so I, I ended up getting a part-time. Tale as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I ended up uh, working at the homebrew okay. shop. Um, luckily enough, you know, when things were slow, I was reading books and I started out packaging, but knew a little bit and eventually was on the floor. And how long, so how long was this ago? Well, uh, okay. So I hit the island in 2014 is when I landed on the island. So for about two years before that, two, three years, three years before that, I was working there. So I was home brewing all that time. And my brother ended up working for Fulton Brewery. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that one, but it's it's a a pretty big brewery in Minneapolis. And I was fortunate enough to be able to uh, do some home or or do some brews, some of my home brews on their pilot system. 
I mean, nothing was, you know, like really went to market or anything, but you know, it was on their tap wall in the bathroom. Whatever. Did you guys go to CBC this year? Uh, we did not. Okay. We did not. Because it was in Minneapolis. Yes, I, I know. Okay. We we just had too much going on here with, yeah. you know, the the new building and whatnot. We just we just couldn't do it. Uh, we tried. I was I was a little bummed out because I didn't get to go back home. But the I mean I it's in my life you know there would be very few reasons to go to Minneapolis from my perspective. But uh, having gone there for CBC, I was like, it was wonderful. I mean, it was just really like oh sure. I mean, the, there's a brewery and it got it was it got declared at one uh, the craft beer marketing awards for best tap room in America. It was called for, uh, or World uh, for Garden Star. They have like he opened up like about three years ago. Yeah, so that's I haven't been there. It's in the like it's in this very historic like used to be like the the largest like mill or whatever in the uh like in the U.S. and it's like these huge smokestacks, and it's it's amazing. I'll show you pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not coming to my head at the moment. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, but it was uh but all the breweries there were it was like great beers and great cheese curds. Yeah, cheese curds, <laughs> absolutely. Famous for the cheese curds. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get another beer. Kevin needs another beer. You're fine for now. And then, uh, but we are gonna come back. Uh, this is Drink of Ages Radio Show on ESPN. Uh, catch you guys in a minute. at New Magnolia Brewing have something special for the people that live around the brewery. If you live in the 77007, 08, and 09 zip code, stop in Monday through Thursday and get 20% off your tab. That's right, 20% off your neighborhood brewery. You can get the beer of the month, number two, Coastal Liaison, a cold IPA which has the best of West and East Coast IPAs all in one. It is about to be Oktoberfest season, so grab New Magnolia's Oktoberfest, a German-style Mars and Lager, beginning next week around Houston. Over 20 beers on tap at New Magnolia in the tap room and there open seven days a week new magnolia brewing go check them out hello everyone this is uh, trevor brown from lone pine brewery coming at you from magnolia texas home of yellow rose ipa we're new in cans i don't know if you've seen we're now in aluminum yellow rose gentleman's Rose nitro jabberwocky and xenos we'll be doing seasonals and xythopal releases every quarter so join us at our beer garden open seven days a week we've got live music food trucks kids and dogs are welcome as long as they're nice Find us at LonePine.com on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks, everybody. Hey, y'all. This is Andrew, the Mayor Mitchum, owner and brewer at Senate Avenue Brewing Company. Here's the top five reasons you should bring the whole family to come and see us. Number one, air conditioning. Number two, tasty cold craft beer brewed by yours truly. Number three, burgers, tacos, pizzas, and pretzels. Number four, brunch on Sundays. Number five, our cozy, breezy patio. Drop in any day of the week for lunch or dinner. We'll save a table for you. 
Decca Beer Company off 494, just north of Kingwood, is a brewery you should know about and stop by. 20 taps with rotating experimental beers and other excellent beers brewed true to style. Nice air-conditioned tap room for the whole family and a large patio with beer, wine, cider, soft drinks, plus food trucks on site. Also a great place to hold your next event. Tap room is open Wednesday through Sunday and look for Decca Beer Company on tap around the Houston area and check them out online at DeccaBeer.com. That is D-E-C-A Beer.com. They have something for everyone. Hey, good beer drinkers, this is John Denman from Drink of Ages Radio inviting you out to Spindle Tap Brewery. Less than 15 minutes north of downtown, Spindle Tap is making some of the best beers around. IPAs, double IPAs, lagers, and stouts. Definitely going to find your next favorite beer. Come out and be ready to play, though. Nine-hole championship putt-putt, basketball court, baseball and kickball field, disc golf, or just kick back in the air-conditioned tap room. Great food, excellent beers, and a badass time. Check out Spindle Tap Brewery, Spindle Tap, that's T-A-P, SpindleTap.com. Hi, it's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HJX markets, more. Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry, we're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy, Texas, come out to No Label. And then DJ Muskratch, hello, aka Kevin, aka DJ, DJ Muskratch. <laughs> um, and uh, what is the beer? We, what is the beer we just poured? So the one that we have now is the one that we brewed for tonight. Yeah. So, okay, Kevin's already had one of them. They're wonderful, Tom. Okay, that's a huzzah. That, thank you. And really when, when Kevin likes something, he's just gonna drink the hell out of it. <laughs> All right. The uh, but yeah, it's a Gilmean tonight. Um, but yeah, we walked in. DJ Muskratch immediately recognized the band. He's like, "Oh, shit. and uh, it's something I um that I really like. What like kind of what's been happening with guild meetings? There's they've turned into like kind of parties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, yeah. uh, as they should be, right? They, I don't think they should. I mean, it's just for all industry to get together and right. kind of unwind uh and and it's i think it's um we did we had a guild meeting we actually had two we have two guild meetings this year we have one next month but we had one uh uh earlier this year in february and i was just like oh we need a band we need all this stuff we need to blow it out um because it's the only time you really get to host all the industry like at your place yep yep representing our state for sure yeah and and showcasing like your goods you know these are like the things to be proud of and 100 percent agree with you with the people that will appreciate it the most you're you're absolutely <laughs> correct you're so correct because uh you know it's funny uh i was talking to um, I was talking to our GM today about some of our. We have like regulars that come to the tap room, mm-hmm. and 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 
80% of the regulars are great. 90, 90%. But there is a small portion that's like, they're like, it's like entitled owners. <laughs> they're like, sure. they're like, we're your biggest fans. Why don't you have this beer? And, and what? Mm-hmm. And why are you guys not like? Was this a complaint box? Yes. <laughs> I, you know, it, the other thing too with that is like, so since we're on this island and it's so small, like we will run into people outside of the brewery that are our locals, um, and uh, they're they they'll do that to us on the street. It's it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> It what so how is island living like? Cause you because I mean, so you're coming from Minnesota, yep. which is like yep. you know the heartland, right? Like ish. It's it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. So I'm I'm particularly you're, don't like the cold. Even though I was born there, I just I don't like the cold. And that's you, the reason for moving here. It's the cold. Yeah, um, I mean you, you got as as far as ways as you can get in I, the U.S. I did. <laughs> well, I, it it really only happened because my wife's uh, twin. Yeah. moved here she fell in love with a boi and moved here and a boi is born on island and and the people that are from this island that are boi are very proud of being that you know so she moved down here with him and uh, uh, apparently twins need to be together so that's how we ended up on this island okay which really worked out for me because this is where this was my first job when i landed down here just right place right time um and this I, place i mean in galveston island is only like it's only a surge, right? Every year is better than. Like, it's a, it, say that again. It, it's only every year is better than the, the year before. I mean, Galveston Island's just been like. Well, that's what, rock that's and what we're, we're striving for, yeah. you know. Um, but as far as living on the island, since I've been here, I've really enjoyed it. You know, I've I've got sand in the ocean, right? Or I not the ocean, the Gulf. Yeah. Let's make sure I say that right. Um, but uh, the sometimes it gets a little annoying living in a tourist town, but you you figure out where to go and where not to go. Um, but other than that, like it's it's good living. It's uh, I mean, it, yeah, it is a tourist town, which is is interesting. We had your owners on uh, a while back when we when we were over at House of Blues, and they were talking about how you know tourist season, like so, like summers for most breweries are kind of when things die down mm-hmm. uh, because it's the heat, it's whatever. But Galveston, of course, is a tourist destination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and this is like. You you have seasons. We do, yeah. Uh, we're, like, we're, we're slowing down now, which is funny because we're speeding up. Yeah, <laughs> because everyone's come back from vacation, <laughs> <laughs> and I just like it's. So we we did a show uh, in Hawaii, and uh, we were at Kahula Brewing, and we were mm. talking to the guys there, and they were it was. They had this incredible it's island mentality, right? And it's the same thing, talking about tourism and all that. But then it was just like, man, you know, you get fed up in the in the tap room someday. And you're like, ah, oh, man, this, this, this like this jerk, this, this guy doesn't know what he's ah. And then you know what I do, man? I walk uh, about a half mile <laughs> and I stare at the ocean. Yep. And I'm like, this ain't so bad. I work in a brewery. I got the ocean. I got mm. sand on my feet. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is by far the best job I've ever had. My <laughs> boss is the best boss. I, the hands down, best guy, uh, and I, I couldn't imagine working anywhere else, honestly. Yeah, like with a boss like that. Well, I mean, I mean, it sounds like you got a, you got a good life. Sounds like you made it. <laughs> that I, absolutely, I, I truly feel like I have. I mean, you know, I'm living, I'm living the dream. Really, I got palm trees, yeah. sand, and 
I make beer for a living. I get to experiment with different different things. Yeah. You know, like that's kind of one thing we're doing right now is uh, with our Fruited Tiki series. Uh, we're experimenting with different. We're basically taking the, the tiki recipe and we're um, experimenting with different fruits with it. Um, it's our the, the blackberry took off big. Um, the uh, the passion fruit that I, we just did that's going to be coming out here real soon. Uh, that one tastes amazing. Um, so pretty excited for for our fruity tiki series. We got a couple more that we're gonna that we're playing with that we you know we're doing some trial runs on stuff. So we want to make sure that we're putting out. A, an actual product that's gonna produce what we were saying it is so you know it's exciting it's yeah it's it's awesome tiki weed is, is it's probably one of my favorite beers uh in the houston area you know i was telling somebody just just a minute ago down in the tap room that i'm not a heavy tiki drinker you know it'll just be it'll just happen that i'll end up having to like drink a little bit of tiki for, for whatever reason I'm like god this is a good beer alright this is what I'm going to drink the rest of today this is a good beer it's 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 got a solid it's really drinkable but it's just it has it has a nice it, it, it's just very uh, it's 5.8% yeah. so it so it's a little it, heavier it, yeah but it's like a little heavier right it's not like in the 6 range or 7 where it's gonna it's it, it's it's like 5 Point eight. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> yeah. so, so, so it's like it's moving like like point two speed a little faster. Sure, like, sure. I like, get what you're saying. Well, yeah, it has, it has <laughs> a, but 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 it's incredibly drinkable. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like yeah, we're gonna push you along a little bit. But uh, I love yeah. that beer. Like when it, like when, uh, it's it's one of my go tos if I'm on um uh if like I'm at, if I'm at a bar and then like I'm just I really don't know what to get. And I see that it's one of those ones I I just I'm like awesome. I right, appreciate yeah. that. I do. Yeah, it's uh and then yeah when and when, whenever I run to Leo, I'm always like, hey man, <laughs> how, ma- how many cases of tiki you got in your car? <laughs> Let the shakedown begin. <laughs> Leo, I think Leo's on the. Oh, maybe no. No, never mind. I was gonna say Leo's on the bus, but he's not. He's not. Oh, that's too bad. He was supplying all the beer for the bus. That's what he was doing. That's why I ran him last week, and he was like, oh, like, we're bringing beer on the bus. And I was like, yeah, I think my taproom team is bringing beer on the bus, too. He was like, oh, man, there should be a lot of beer on the bus. <laughs> was, uh, he was loading up, like, three coolers, so. Yeah, I was, uh, well. I don't know. How many people are around there, I think? Like, 70, 70-some? I think, I, I think it was RSVP'd up. Um, but I know... I know one person. There's a Rodney Campbell who we were talking about uh, in, in between sessions who runs Cast Branding. Um, he he was supposed to be on the bus, but then uh, fortunately his daughter decided to have a kid. Mm. Um, a so little he, more important. So he's like, "I'll be in Dallas the next two weeks." I was just like, "Well, good for I you. mean, you would think I would know since we're hosting it." <laughs> the well, you know, you guys were smart. You guys had uh. You, you guys like got sponsors for your bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. We got sponsors for everything. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean it's the. But if you think about it, from from the vendor's point of view, it's also the best chance for them to. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. they're just they're just you know rubbing elbows and making sure that they, hey, move over to this product uh, the next time you're looking for something. You know. Yeah. The um. Uh. The the BSG rep he uh. Uh, Thomas Keel, mm-hmm. um, he's uh, used to work at No Label. Okay. The, 
and then uh yeah this guy is like this keeps on happening we have people that leave and then they show back up like a week later and it's like guess what and it's like I'm like I'm still in the industry. I'm still going to work with you guys, but like in this capacity, I was like, oh no, I was actually, it was actually thought it was a good thing you left. (laughs) 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 But like, no one really goes away, you know. Like, it's like there's a lot of uh, yeah, but uh, but I get that. But he's on, but he's on the bus. Apparently, he has a bunch of nut rolls. Oh yeah, (laughs) I love the nut rolls, man. There will be times where they'll actually send us a whole box of them. It's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so for those people who don't know about nut rolls, explain this. Well, uh, so back, like, so the way I've heard it is back when they're building the pallets, back in the day they would actually hide them um, so that when the guys were unpacking them and they're halfway through this hefty pallet of unloading grain that they would have their nuts and some nutrients to keep them going to finish off unloading what they were doing that's my understanding of it yeah so like it's like a could a tradition that that bsg implemented into the so yeah so now every order it's like right it's, yeah. it's not roll bonanza yeah because i was like what the hell's this deal with the nut rolls mm-hmm. and so every time someone puts an order it's like there's a nut roll somewhere i did not know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i mean because apparently because it, it was more it, it happened more where they actually had to like break down the pallet when it was coming in for whatever reason um whereas we aren't breaking pallets down quite that big i mean sometimes we are um you know but you know, just to keep the, the energy and the power going. I don't know. <laughs> Probably unloading the trains back in the Yeah, day. right, yeah. yeah. That, I, I, that, that, I think that's the idea that from what I've read. I, I read a lot, and I don't always retain everything that I read, and I really wish I did, especially when people try to argue politics. It's like, I know that what I'm saying is right, but I can't tell, tell you why. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I will, I, I, I will deep dive uh, like on some stuff and then like my um like my girlfriend she's very our our politics are uh on the basic stuff on the base stuff of of not being an asshole we're like mm-hmm. we're very much in sync but uh, on some things where she's a, a very much extreme uh like uh, about some things she's like you should care about this stuff more and i was like i barely care about anything <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like that's the problem uh but but we'll talk about things and i'm like and it was the same thing it's like i know i'm right about this and it's like what like 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 well what what it's like it's like, it's like list your sources i was like i I can't list what I did five minutes ago. I, you know, like I just, I, 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 I go look at my history on my phone. I'll tell you what. I watched this three hour documentary. <laughs> I read this thing. It's like, and you don't, what's the name of the documentary? I don't know. I clicked <laughs> the, uh, that's the way it is. All the, we, we've, uh, recently entered our, the phase in our relationship where she's like, you know, she'll be like, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not like this thing, like, or I'm not this person. I was like, who said that? You did four months ago. I was like, <laughs> like, 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 just kind of like, it's like, like, like a memory, like an elephant, like, and I'm, and I'm, I'm completely outmatched because I'm just like, I, okay, I mean, I guess I don't know. I, uh, I don't, well, should have told me four months ago I was an asshole. It's a woman, Tom. They saved that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm you know, people are like, "Hey, remember uh, 
we'll, like we'll have manager meetings and, and and we'll be talking about like release schedules and and how something gets pushed to here and there and then and I'll be like they'll be like I'll be like why why is this schedule like this it's like they're like Tom you're the one who said to, to push it like this I'm like. Are you messing with me right now? <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> oh, that's great. Like I spent like thirty minutes getting like upset, but like, I want to have a meeting. I'm gonna bring this up. I don't know who this asshole is, and then you find out it's you. Like this is the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> you are making me very happy right now. I'm telling you that. <laughs> this is great. I love this, but. Anyways, I'm going to slam this beer. We're going to move on to the final segment. Uh, this is Drinking Bages Radio Show at Galveston Island uh, Brewing. See you guys in a minute. Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. KT Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KTWellness.com. Hey guys, Robbie Harl from Backview Brewing here. Just dropping in to tell you about our new seasonal, Kingsbrow. A German Fest beer, perfect for Oktoberfest season, but still can handle this Texas heat. Available through the end of September, but while supplies last. So don't sleep on it, go out and grab you some. Cheers. At True Anomaly Brewing, our greatest achievement lives in knowing that everything we've learned is yours to enjoy. While it may not be rocket science, we brew with the same detail and dedication learned while running mission operations for NASA. Taking risks is part of our DNA. We don't take them just to say we did, we take them because of the result. Bold brews we're proud to share with fellow adventure seekers. True Anomaly Brewing. Beer for the explorers. Get your tickets now for Wild West Brewfest, voted number one beer fest in North America by BeerYeti.com for multiple years in a row. The weekend starts November 3rd for the K-Town Showdown. Friday, November 4th is the official launch party, and Saturday, November 5th is the festival. Over 500 beers from over 60 breweries, live music, lots of food, games, and three days of good times. Discounted hotels and tickets can be found at WildWestBrewFest.com. You do not want to miss it. WildWestBrewFest.com. 
Hey, it's James from Ingenious Brewing Company up in Humble, Texas. We are a small batch brewery open Wednesday through Monday with an air-conditioned tap room, hosting weekly trivia, monthly art markets, and many more family and pet-friendly events. Not in the mood for a delicious beer? Try one of our hard seltzers or a local cider or wine. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok for a daily update on our tap list and daily events. Can't make it to the tap room? Just look for us at your local HEB, Specs, or any fine craft beer retailer. Cheers. Hey Houston, this is Bryce with 11 Below Brewing. I'd like to invite you to come out and see us. We're located just outside the Beltway up by Willowbrook Mall. We're open Thursday and Friday night, Saturday and Sunday afternoon as well. And if you're lucky, you might even get a hug from Jeff while you're here. If you're looking for some great little fun beer to beat this Houston heat, Taco Tuesday is our jam. Got a little bit of lime and salt, super refreshing, and crushes the summer heat. You can find it at your local grocery stores and liquor stores. Check us out on social media at 11 Below Brewing. The uh, the old standby. The, I assume this is the one that pays all the bills. A tiki wheat. Is that what you got? Yeah. Yes. That is that one? That's the one that keeps the lights on. <laughs> the uh, you know every every uh, brewery has one. You know? Every brewery does absolutely. Every, and then um, it's funny we were talking about this um, uh, a couple shows ago, but like so we're, so we're. I assume you guys, just like us, you know, we were planning out the release schedules for next year. And yep. Stuff like that, uh, yes. Right? Absolutely. Uh, and it's the you know you have your cores and you have your seasonals and you have your whatever and, and but then there's stuff that's like you're you're you track what's kind of you know something slowing down something speeding up mm-hmm. and then it's then you make those kind of tough decisions where where it's like okay well maybe this will be the last year for this one and, mm-hmm. and maybe we ramp up this one and it's it's always a you you get yeah you got your beer that puts the lights on but then like you see another beer like hey look at this guy and it, it's weird because it's like we have a beer um that i insanely like and it's just kind of like it's just kind of not necessarily slowing down but everything else is passing it up mm-hmm. okay. uh, yep. Yep. and you and it's you know it sucks because it's just like it's like oh i love you so much but unfortunately you're gonna have to go <laughs> um or at least uh, be exiled in the tap room <laughs> uh and those are weird fortunately we're not there yet the, with anything <laughs> the, the uh well we're trying to make like ways for you know want to try to make ways for new like like uh like 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 new beers is always like because you'll have something R&D'd in the tap room, mm-hmm. and then it'll be doing really well. And it's like, well, something keeps on. Maybe we just... <laughs> yeah, you're like, we gotta, we gotta, we have to change that skew to something else. Yeah. The, um, it's, I don't know. And then it's it's weird to be in a tap room space because you have regulars. Well, you have a whole island of regulars. Uh, and so, like, what happens if you take a beer away, from, like, from them? Well, that's funny enough. I like, I have a great example for you right now. Um, well, 
Citramello is one of our core beers, right? That's the, like so. As far as three of our cans that we get printed is Citra is one of them, and just to be able to push some some new stuff through the tap room, uh, we did Ixnay uh, uh, Citra on the wall there, and we just so happened to um, have a few customers that didn't that weren't very happy about that uh and uh when i was getting done with my tour on saturday i give the tours still um i had one of my one of my friends that was in the in the tour because he had never been on it um at the end go you know i i sure would like a citra because i mentioned to him i go oh i got this brand new beer that we're pushing for the guild meeting i'm like you want to try it and he's like yeah i want to try it but i'd really like a citra (laughs) so i get that you know yeah, it's uh, it's annoying AF <laughs> because we're trying to trying to push ahead with like kind of new things or when something's gone, you know. Uh, we had an amber called Ridgeback, uh, mm-hmm. which we DC'd three years ago. <laughs> um, but you would like it would be people would come up to us and are like, it's like, hey, I'm having a hard time finding some Ridgeback. Where uh. Oh, uh, have you guys like? When's the next batch coming out? It's like we haven't made that in three years, and they're like, "No, that's not true." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." I mean, people are always like, mm-hmm. it, it, "It takes like a time for them to adjust." And but there will be people. The longer you go as a brewery, like people will hold it against you. Like, when's it coming back? I was like, "Guys, unfortunately, here's the thing: if if people were, it's like because people love that beer, Tom." And I was like, "Right." Well, if that were true, <laughs> we wouldn't be having this conversation. The numbers would show that. <laughs> and and like 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 you know, it's like yeah, you know, we are a business and Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like it's one of the things you got to it, it is a it's a weird place to work at a brewery because it, it can be it's it's a very it can be very relaxing at times. Mm-hmm. Like 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 a sofa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Um you know, but when when things are just crazy, things are crazy, and yeah. you just gotta prepare for like even stuff that can go wrong when you're not ready for it. It can be a crazy thing. So you are the historic uh, Galveston's first brewery. No, no. Falstaff was Fals- yeah. Falstaff was uh, was the the first brewery. Okay. Um, I don't really know too much of the history on it, not being from Texas. Um, okay, but. Yeah, so the Falstaff Brewery was the first one, uh, and then there was the Strand Brewery, um, and Beerfoot uh, did, where Mark actually uh, originated was at Beerfoot on the Strand. So Beerfoot actually, because I remember it was, remember going to Beerfoot Brewery and being like, they didn't have any of their own beers, and this might have been years after the fact or whatever happened. I was like, where's the beer? Oh, maybe. Well, so once Mark kind of left there, yeah. there was a just... A, a couple here and there brewers uh and then just nobody wanted to do it you know i don't really know the whole huh, ins strange. and outs on why it, it couldn't keep going but it, nobody would nobody did it but currently on the island you guys would be the oldest we are the oldest brewery <clears throat> we are the oldest and the largest brewery on galveston island yeah the yeah it's interesting houston has this odd history that the the guys at uh, new magnolia will like they know more than anyone else. They, we had like a history lesson, yeah, yeah, about how there's all these other breweries that happened like uh, before Prohibition mm. that existed in Houston. Like there was like Houston Brewing Company, and they had, uh, or was it 
Magnolia Brewing Company. I forget. It, it was Magnolia. It was, Magnolia, it was, it was Magnolia yeah. Brewing Company, and they, they're dis, they, they were distributing like it was like eighty thousand barrels or something, mm. just something insane yeah. throughout That's the a south. Lot. Like, like like throughout the south. Wow. Like, uh, but then prohibition killed it. But and it's just like there's this weird. You know, time has has you know uh, put sand on all these uh, uh, these these memories of breweries. They, uh, but like there was, there was a Houston Brewing Company. There was all this stuff, and just like, but uh, they all come and gone, uh, come and go because of like prohibition, oil crisis, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's just just really interesting stuff. Seems bit, like more <laughs> bre- you know now that we're getting more hip to actual good beer and 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 off flavors and quality it seems like the breweries now that are coming and going are those breweries that are not maintaining good labs and and quality control in their beers yeah. i wouldn't say they're going anywhere every brewery in houston seems to be just getting new owners oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this is a weird trend of like it's like oh no they're shutting down and then like yeah. one day before they actually shut down it's like we had new owners and i, I, like, oh. I have I, I can't disagree with you because i definitely have seen that for sure <laughs> The um, it is, it is very. How long have you guys been uh, around? What's the what's the year? Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Oh, two years to ten. <laughs> yeah, that's, yep. that's, that's pretty good. Yep. That'll be a, that'll be a big party here on the island. Yes, it the, will um, be. <laughs> but I, so I always think back. So no label is twelve years old, and which which isn't that oh, in the grand scheme of things twelve years, right? Right. The, so go back to if you so if you go back to twenty ten. Um, and you're flying into Houston, Texas. Uh, we're the th- we we are the third oldest brewery in the Houston area, right? The greater Houston area. So uh, you fl- in 2010, you fly into Houston. You're like, ah, let me let me go check out some craft breweries. Three. Yep. Wow. I mean, now 70. That's a lot. But I would be like, I would be bummed. I went to Butte, Montana, a few years ago. They had three breweries. But when did you go? It was a tiny, like uh, four years ago. Okay. So, and not too long before that, we had the same amount of breweries. Uh, Butte, Montana has uh, like 15,000 people. Uh, Houston, (laughs) you know, and it's just like, this is insane. Yeah. (laughs) Like, um, I'm glad we're playing catch up. And and, and really, I think there's there's, uh, tons of room to grow, too. Absolutely. I mean, look at all the different kinds of things that people are looking for in beer these days. Um, you know, that's the biggest reason why we've gone to our Fruity Tiki series is like that's that's what the customer is looking for is is something flavorful, something they've never had before. Um, and it, it almost seems like if you throw anything into a beer, they're going to drink it as long as it tastes like it's what it's supposed to taste like. Um, but it's it's fun, you know. It gets you a chance to uh, experiment with stuff. Like uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of a Gruet beer, but I've always kind of wanted to experiment with one of those. Yeah. You know, um, just especially since you know what kind of crazy flavors can we get from the things on this island? Who knows? What know? type of beer is a Gruet beer? So uh, like the idea of a Gruet beer is to to flavor and kind of get that that the characteristics that hops would give you. Um, you take local, uh, you know, it could be. A, depending on your area like let's say cedar trees is very predominant in your area you'd be you would implement something like that or anything organic that you can put into a beer that would give a perceivable flavor to hops nice those are gruet beers yeah. okay 
They seem fascinating to me. I would make. It'd be fun to make nice. one. Hell yeah. The well, I mean, before before we go, what's it? Uh, I mean, so Galveston, you guys are the the brewery of the island. Yeah. Uh, and like so, like what is this this community like? I assume like just kind of rallies behind this brewery. We do. We and have vice a, versa. We have really good good customer base, fan base, uh, as far as repeating customers. Um, I have actually made a lot of friends. You know, I'm not from tech, uh, Texas, so I'm from Minnesota. So no. in, in all actuality, a lot of the friends that I have made are because of me working here at Galveston Island Brewing. And I've met a lot of great people through this place. Um, are you island famous? I... I don't ever <laughs> want to say that because I, I like this guy. I like this guy, I, Tom. I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, know. you said you're I, walking around the island and people are like. But those are people that I see in the tap room, like so. It's yeah. You know, still counts. Still counts. <laughs> do I see people when I'm outside of the brewery? I do. Do I want to call myself famous? Absolutely not. Well, once he crosses that bridge, I'm not going go like to go. <laughs> <laughs> you will never hear me say, "Don't you know who I am?" <laughs> you would never hear that out of my mouth. So, uh, what things are coming up uh, here at the brewery and here at the tap room? <clears throat> um, so, we're going to look for a couple more of those fruited beers that are going to come out. Let's see, what do I got in the tank right now? Uh, well, I, I can talk about the stuff that we did just release. So, we did. Um, our Samson in a barrel. Uh, we added a little bit of some roasted coconut to that, so that's on the tap wall right now. Uh, you can get it in bombers as well, but uh, yeah, barrel aged uh, Samson with coconut. Uh, that one turned out really well. Um, and then our new IPA that that we just came out with, uh, we have already talked about. What is um, the name of it again? Well, I I honestly don't know what we. <laughs> I know what I wanted to call it, but I don't know what the final say was. What did you want to call it? Well, so I wanted to theme it towards the night, right? Since we made it for tonight, but after tonight, it really doesn't, you know, apply to our customers. But uh, I think uh, there was there were two of them I really liked. Uh, one of them was uh, Gilded Pleasure, and uh, what was it? I like Gilded Pleasure. Uh, and it was like guilty something. It was something else. It was guilty. Oh, I can't remember the I'm other one. But you know, I, I wanted it to. I wanted it to yeah. be towards the guild. But whatever. Um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. I, I honestly can't think of another beer that we've we've done at the moment, just because we're trying to work through a few yeah. of the stuff that we have, and we don't really want to make anything. Well, the only we're gonna make one thing that's new first thing i've ever done is i've never even on my homebrew level i have never made a pumpkin beer um, just kind of nice. always shied away from it but we're gonna hopefully try to pull off a pumpkin beer here really quick um and yeah we'll, we'll see how that goes so look for that one um any events coming up in zapper uh i wish i would have uh looked uh, on the events calendar um not quite sure but we always have monday bingo and we're doing thursday's trivia so that's kind of an, yeah. an always thing yeah i like it the uh well speaking of gilded pleasure uh this uh we keep on hearing more and more people uh, mm-hmm. uh showing up in the music the bus got here yeah right yeah. the uh so uh with that being said um uh, 
TJ Mustrach, uh, Galveston. Man, it is, uh, the beer's amazing. We're about to have a whole lot more. Uh, <laughs> so uh, well, it's, like, it's, like the, it's like the calm before the storm, really. Uh, but uh, from all of us, including John, who's somewhere in Panama, who will hopefully be here next week, um, unless he's somewhere else, which is possible. <laughs> TJ Mustrach is nodding his head. <laughs> the uh, uh, promise of Drink of Ages in ESPN. Uh, See you next week and catch us on the podcast if you don't find us on there.